2: You're listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Hunting Land Man. Rack Buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go, episode 34 of the Hunting Land Man podcast. And before I even get going, uh, you know, we've been basically a little bit over a year with the podcast now. I would like to hear, actually, it's been a good bit over a year, almost two years. Uh, if we do change the intro up, somebody put in some comments somewhere. What what do you think if what do you think a good intro would be? You know, of course we like the turkeys goblin and all that, but uh maybe it's time to change it up. All right, episode thirty-four of the Hunt and Land Man podcast, as always brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. I literally am talking to these guys every day about financing land, um, you know, working with our clients and they do, do a great job. So hey, if you hadn't checked them out, Southern Ag Credit, right now interest rates are high. But, you know, you, you date the interest rate and marry the property. You know, interest rates will come down. So what if you pay a li- – okay, look at it like this. Let's say you're paying four grand a year right now mm-hmm. for you, and then you're paying another four grand a year maybe for a family member to be in a hunting camp. I would be willing to bet most of the time that – Extra you're paying for the hunting camp could have paid that extra interest rate till it goes down. Boom, we fixed your problems. Come see us tomorrow. We'll sell you some land. All right. This episode 34 I thought was a good topic. Um, you know, does it matter what time of year you sell your land or or buy your land? Okay. Uh typically I'll tell you the cycle of you know our market. Okay, so if we do, let, let's take, we'll start on January 1st. Deer and deer season, all through deer season, always a good time. And People, people think, oh man, people buying deer hunting season, I figured that'd be hunting. Nope. Doesn't slow down one bit. It rocks and rolls. If there is a peak, um, I would say just after deer season or the end of deer season, just after deer season and just before deer season, that's probably our peaks. Now, the last couple of years, there's been hardly any peaks and valleys. It's been straight go, 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 go. And that's because, uh, you know, Southern States Realty, our local market, we've done a good job, which kept us go, go, going. Um, the reason right after deer season, I feel like it picks up, you know, people unsatisfied with their deer season, unsatisfied with their hunting place. Um, they're upgrading, they're downgrading. They got together with family members at Christmas and decided, Hey, it's time to sell the place. It's time to upgrade the place. It's time to downgrade the place. Um, you know, a lot of reflection, I guess, done during that time. Uh, so, and, and usually, you know, you talk about February, March, even in April, you know, you've still seen a lot of deer sign, leaves are off the trees. Um, food plots are green. Food plots, a lot, you know, besides, you know turkey hunting. There's not a lot of things going on for a lot of our guys. You know they're not hunting and things like that. So it's it's a good time to look at land. Now, what happens in May and June and July is the same thing that happens to me and my family. You get to go into the beach. You get to fishing. You get to baseballing or pick your sport. And hunting is out of the out of your mind. Um, this if there is a slowdown in our time, it's during that. You know there's not a sense of urgency now. Sooner July gets over What happens Guy's sitting at work The guy he's been playing golf Or fishing with all year He says Hey man listen, It's the first week in August Hey let's go fishing this weekend Let's go play golf Let's go do such and such And he says Man I'm going to hunt camp It's time to get ready And he says God dog I got to buy me a place I've been telling myself I'm going to buy me a place And he uh, He starts He gets online Huntinglandman.net Checks us out And we go sell him a track of land So You know August to uh, September is really a peak, and then as we get into deer season, it keeps rocking and rolling. Also, you know it's outdoor TV. The new seasons come out in third and third quarter.
0: I was going to mention that,
2: cameraman Caleb. You know, because we're all like that. It's like the new episodes come out; you get fired up about deer season. People start shooting their bows. It gets it gets in the brain, if you will. It's um hundred percent. I'll say this: it's like a drug. I mean, you give me the day turkey season starts at daylight. I'm like a drug addict. I've never been a drug addict, but I can't say it could be any worse than that. You know, than that addiction I have to that. Um, so, uh, you know, that's the cycle of our market. Okay. Um, when do you want to put your track of land on the market? Uh, if I say, you know, it's never really a bad time because if it's a good property, it's going to sell fast, especially in this current market. Um, But if I had to say a great time, uh, you know, right before deer season, during or after is all good times. Uh, If there was a time maybe I strayed away from, maybe during the slow time, you wouldn't want your property to get market rust for other reasons, but I I really don't think it matters. Um, Fresh deer pitchers help sell a place. So, like, if you could put your property – on the market in march and we have deer pictures of deer in february that are alive they'll be hunting next year or on the other foot if we're getting pictures of velvet deer in august and september and we're putting your property on the market you know people you know you take one of the big question marks out of the equation and the big question mark can i grow a big deer here well if you're looking at pictures of him yeah right you know yeah um you know, I've even had on, on some places, people go sit deer stands during the season say, so they can see what's going on. I've had people, I've taken people turkey hunting on places because they were, hey, is there some turkeys out here? Uh, so I've done a little little bit of all of that. Um, you know, getting back where our market is right now, um, is right now a good time to put your property in the market? Okay, we're in the deer season, about to come into February. So, yes, current state of the market couldn't be more wide open we contracted another good one this week 135 acres and a camp in amick county it was just went on the market with another realtor and uh sold really fast almost full asking price already got the appraisal done already got the home inspection done um and working on the title work now uh so we are rocking and rolling with that and you know why that went so fast southern credit just saying didn't have to wait on anybody for appraisals they do them Mm in-house uh Alex actually came and met with my buyer at my office and went through uh, the whole procedure. And, uh, it's actually like the fastest deal ever. So it's working out real good. Uh, Caleb and I are leaving here, uh, in just a little bit and we're going to show a sheriff Southside. Then I'm going to leave Caleb. Um, and I'm going to meet with new rhyme. We're working on a new listing up in, uh, North of Jackson. So excited about that big listing, a really, really big listing. um, and we've got a lot of stuff working. Uh, the problem right now for us is an inventory problem, which comes back to our title. Is it a, when's a good time of year to sell your land? When there's an inventory problem, it's supply and demand. And it it's no different than than Z71 pickup trucks. If there's very few on the lot, when you go up there, you get very few to choose from. And that is the current state of the market right now. Uh, got some stuff we're working on in Wilkeson County to get on the market, uh, some pretty decent stuff. Got some off-market stuff. That's something, um, you know, sometimes we have sellers calls and say, Slade, I really don't want to market my property, but I would love to hear you sell it. How do you hear about those properties? You call me, you text me, Slade, you got anything? Get on our email list. Say that one more time. Get on our email list. If you ever say, God, dog, Slade, it seems like you sell all your properties as soon as they come on the market or or they sell before they ever really hit the market. You know why? Because of my email list. The people on there they get the advantage of hearing about stuff. And look, I talked to a, a client this week, and listen, and this is not an excuse. This is this is just fact. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. If you talk to me a lot, hey, what you got going on, with Slade, and stuff like that, man, I I have no problem with that. You're not going to aggravate me, um, and I can keep you. Up to date. If there's fifteen people, no, let's say it again. If there's fifty people in my phone looking for a hundred to two hundred acres with a pond and a camp in Wilson County, I can't remember all of them. I got them all in my phone, and I still can't go and remember all of them. But if you, hey, once, twice a month, once a week, text me, call me, hey, Slate, anything new? You know, I, I means a lot of times I'll have to hurt your feelings. No, nothing like that, but. When it does come about, you'll be first in mind. I guess I guess I'd say this: help me help you, and that's not an excuse. That's my job to, for me to keep up with you, but it's literally everybody looking for you know yeah. that perfect track. So it's it, it's um you know, and we're we're checking off boxes every day: showings, listings, closings. You know, we're checking off those boxes, so we can only get to so many things. And the squeaky wheel will get the grease via stay in touch with me or caleb and that's why i've got caleb that's why i've got ryan and lori and melissa all the people on our team because it gives us uh more phone calls a day more hours in a day and that way we can keep i'm constantly sending stuff to caleb like right now hey call this guy email this guy stay in touch with this guy um all right, I got my little got my little list here of things that we're gonna kind of do a, a fast podcast today. We uh, we got a show in, but we wanted to keep you all up to date what's going on. All right, today is January the twenty sixth. Assuming we got this on the uh, on the interwebs by the uh, end of the week, uh, deer season ends where I'm at on January thirty first. Now, some of Louisiana, and Mississippi does go till February fifteenth. I think I've only ever hunted in February one time. Um, usually, we're trying to get work going so so good unless i got a freezer to top off which i do and i'm relying on my beautiful bride who's hunting a big deer this afternoon with caleb and my little boy bentley this weekend to one deer would be okay two deer would be better to top off i dropped off some deer for some uh meat for burritos yesterday i'd like to get a little bit more burritos and a um some boudin and if you're out there not from the south and you're wondering what boudin is it's good. If you ever come to Louisiana, Mississippi, Southern Mississippi, maybe parts of Texas, Alabama, mm. get you get you some boudin. But, you know, it, hold on. Let me say this. If you buy it outside of Louisiana, make sure it says Louisiana on the package. Mm. Fair enough? Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Because the thing about it is, like, Alabama and even the Panhandle of Florida is so influenced a lot of times by Cajun culture. Um, you know, it's it, like, for instance, right here Mississippi, at Vines right there, they got some dang good boudin. Where does it come from? Right across the line all right um you know we're in the deer season our deer are still chasing uh, uh, somebody sent me a video of a big deer they're letting go chasing yesterday hard he was limping chasing doing all the things I'll show you the video later Biggin. anyway um we're the deer you know if I was hunting, nice four-year-olds we could whack them everywhere right now mm-hmm. but at this point in the season we're like okay let's let these deer make it man and, and we're gonna be hunting goodens next year the deer hunt, Lori's hunting this afternoon is a five-year-old hey worst case scenario we don't get him he's a six-year-old right here at to house be fun to hunt old deer like that next year he's not a giant um the deer that me and caleb are targeting uh we were actually going to hunt him this morning, and with work and everything, it, it, it just logistically wasn't going to work out. So, uh, so um, we did not go hunt him. He did not come anyway. Let me check this camera while we're talking about this. But he's un- inconsistent. We are going to hunt him before the end of the season. Uh, what is this on the camera? A dog. That doesn't help. That does not help. Let's see what came to the other camera. Uh, a fuzzy. Looks like a doe. Um, but we're going to hunt him before the end of the season, and uh, he's just tough. It is on a track of land to have for sale. So worst case scenario, you got a big giant six-, year, six or seven-year-old to hunt next year mm-hmm. uh, that will be on camera in February, if, hopefully, if we don't kill him or the neighbor doesn't kill him in the next couple of days. Uh, he has been daylighting a little bit, but very, very inconsistent. No patterns, no nothing. And bow hunting, it just makes it a little tough. And now if you're just going to cross stand with a rifle, it does make it a little bit easier. But bow hunting and trying to predict where we can get him within 40 or 50 yards is, is pretty tough. Um, all right. Uh, turkey season. All right. We, middle of March, we're going to start turkey season. Um, this year, we will, of course, be hunting Mississippi and Louisiana. Uh, we're going to do... Um, We're going to do Missouri and Iowa again. Maybe do something else. You know, uh, who knows? We're very busy with real estate. And the thing about us and traveling these days with family is we get to hunt every day in Mississippi. I hunt every day but Sunday. So it's not like I'm ever missing out. And I don't have to pull the trigger. So if I do, if I am fortunate enough early season uh, to get my three tags filled, it's not like I can't go with somebody else, which is fine. Um, And then we go and hunt our properties in Missouri and jump over the Iowa line and get us one over there. Uh, if you are planning on going to Iowa, the draw is right now, so uh, don't forget that. For the Iowa uh, turkey season, you do have to draw a tag up there, which is also something pretty cool. We do up there is that muzzleloader shotgun, and you say muzzleloader shotgun? It's actually cool because when you pull the trigger, you're not 100 sure it's going to go off, and smoke goes everywhere. It's pretty cool, and you only get one shot.
0: That's like Cub last year he shot. He said, "Did you get him?" He said, "I don't know."
2: <laughs> yeah, that thing's pretty cool to watch. Um. All right, what else do I have on my list? Um, all right, let's 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 look. We kind of talk more about selling right now. Let's talk about buying in the time of year. Okay, um, everybody makes the mistake of well, if you got if you buy in September or you know somewhere in August September. You, you either gonna be working all the deer season or you gotta buy a turnkey. Okay, nothing wrong with buying turnkey, it's the number one thing that sells. But if you wanna have more options and maybe save a little money, you can save a little money by not buying turnkey. Do a little sweat equity. All right, if you're gonna do that and you don't wanna be working all of deer season, you would rather want to be hunting deer in deer season, you need to buy now. Uh, February, March, you know, into uh, the late spring. You know, you still got time if we're going to move, get a camp built or uh, move a camp in there or build food plots. Um, Maybe if you wanted to get some summer food plots in, if you want to do some turkey hunting, you know, there's a lot of reasons to buy. Now, we usually get a little fresh inventory right after deer season, which is now and coming up. So so it's a good time to buy. Um, And you just, you know, like, you know, if you can get those if if you can get those feeders out, if you can get those mineral blocks out in, in, you know, the summer or early spring, or, or, you know, you can get your deer herd established, get those deer used to coming in there, especially if you build new food plots or something like that. And you're not in such a rush. Enjoy the process. Anybody that's ever developed a lot of land like myself and my family and a lot of my clients, the process is so fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Hey, it was fun building this place. I kind of want to do it all over again. You know that that's so, so you don't have to rush the process. Uh we can meet with different contractors if they're building you know ponds or, or, or plots or or the camp, and we can take our time and do it right. That's why you would want to buy now. Now, so many of my clients out there, you know, for Southwest Mississippi, it's not necessarily about time, it is the right property coming to the market. And I get that. That's really more the problem than anything. Uh, but all things remaining equal, we're talking about time right now. Um, the right properties coming on the market. Um, when you're looking for that, you know, you you kind of, uh, we got to get creative right now. And what I mean by that, there's not a lot on the market. So let's say you said, you know, I want something, 100 acres. Oh man, I, I, I really, I really want a pond and a camp. Okay, well, what, let's say Slay can find you that 100 acres, but it doesn't have a pond or it doesn't have a camp. But it's got a little bottom that would be great for a pond and it's got a beautiful campsite with power close. It's easier for me to fix your problems than to find the perfect track of land. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and today's time, this is a good topic right here, in today's time, people pay for turnkey. Why, what I mean by that is, even if the camps, like the one we sold this week, uh, is gently used. It was only five years old, really nice camp. They paid what it would cost to build because of immediacy. So it wouldn't cost you any more to build yourself, and you can do it how you want to. And you say, Slade, I don't want to go through the trouble of all that. You know, we have people that can take care of that. And what I mean by that is you go meet with the building contractor two or three times, um, let them take care of it. Uh, you just go check in, get pictures, things like that. You know, you don't have to be immediately part of the process. You know, these modular homes, my buddy Wade McCants over there sells trailer and modular homes, which so many of our clients are doing. Um, you know, you can, you can go look at it on the lot. Get your dirt work done, and there's not a lot of, there, besides picking out your furniture, there's no, not a whole lot to think about. So there's options, and if you fix the problems of the camp and the pond, but we find the track of land. So in a market where, what you don't want to do is, is you say, okay, I'm looking for the perfect, like I said, 100 acres with the camp or the creek or whatever. And what if it takes five years for me to find that for you, or 10 or two or whatever. How much how much time are you missing out with family, friends, yourself? I mean, you only go around this big world once. Maybe if you find a good property and says this will work for now, you know, maybe that's the goal. You know, you just everybody thinks they gotta have this perfect property that that checks all these boxes. In reality, what ends up happening is the time they bring their families up there and cook gumbo and watch the LSU game or cook crawfish or take them, the kid to shoot their first eight point, And I didn't say 150 inch deer, I said their first deer, you know. Uh, you know, those are the things that that end up mattering now. You know, us macho men, oh, we gotta better shoot five year old deer with our bows. I get it. That's the track of land I want to, but, um, you know, right here, and I'm, I'm practicing when I'm preaching right here. My You know, our, one of our best hunts of the year is Bentley right up here, and that's where Lori's going to the same food plot this afternoon. If Lori kills that buck this afternoon, that would be one of the highlights of my season and it didn't have anything to do with me having the perfect track of land that, that I can only bow hunt five-year-old deer. It's where I wanted to build my family and checked a lot of other boxes too. So uh, get creative, you know, in a, in a low-inventory market. Um,
0: Circling back to the The topic of time too. I think a lot of people don't understand just because they haven't been around enough of it. And this is something that I've learned just from running around with you in the last year. It doesn't take a lot of time to be able to do those things to the place that you just bought. You know, like a lot of people think, oh, if I buy this place and I have to do all this dirt work, you know, I have to build food plots and I have to, you know, make the road systems better. I have to put a camp there. You know, they think, oh, that's just going to take really long to not really, you know, that, that all can happen kind of fast if you allow it to, you know, and, um, you know, it's really kind of opened my eyes to, you know, if, if like investors and and developers, you know, I've never understood how they do it so quickly, but now, now I see it, you know, so it doesn't take as long as you think doing that stuff either.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and we have so many good people that work with us and we take care of them and they take care of us. They treat our clients differently. Uh, you know, they get out to our projects fast. They, uh, they do a good job. And, and so yesterday we were meeting with a potential new sponsor. We're excited about if it ends up working out. And what we were saying was, you know, we'd only like, if I send you a contact, it's somebody that has done work for me. So if I send you a dozer guy, it's somebody that I've paid before with my own money. If I send you a building contractor, it's somebody I've paid before or a client of mine has paid before and we've been satisfied with our own money. So I'm not just sending you people that uh, they gave me a card one day in the store. These are people we use. And so I think that's important. And look, if uh, if anybody I ever send to one of my clients doesn't do a good job, it's going to be a first. You know, I, we don't, I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but, you know, we, uh, we stand behind the people we send. Um, you know, like Caleb said, these things don't take time. Look, let's say average place we sell around here, 100, 200 acres. We can do a whole lot of doze work in two weeks.
0: Oh, I mean, you can do the whole place in like yeah twice in two weeks.
2: Yeah, so I mean, you can do a whole lot. You know, with good weather, you can do a whole lot of work uh, fast. You know, uh, the reasons also I had on my list to buy now. You know, with utilities, that sometimes that takes time because you're waiting on the power company. But all things that we can help with um i mean i've got southwest EPA and Energy's the the engineers cell phone numbers in my phone because we've done this enough that you know we work like that we don't call the 1-800 number uh, all things that the hunting land man team and we can we can help with um we started on this a while ago we're going to end this thing here in just a minute we started on this a while ago turkey season's coming up um you know uh the turkeys i've already seen are heading to their springtime destinations turkeys are showing up on cameras they hadn't been showing up on which is cool um you know i've heard people talking about them gobbling i'm not one that goes and listen all february for where they're gobbling i mean i'll go a couple days before the season because where they are now may not be where they are in february anyway and plus i got stuff to do um the uh you know burning uh we got a lot of wet weather here lately so if you get a couple days if you're gonna do some burning. Uh, if you go ahead and get a burn now, those green little shoots will be up right around, right after the first turkey season and, uh, the turkeys will be in there like crazy. They can find that burnt ground if they're easing around looking for their springtime habitats and things. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't hunt over feeders, but if you keep your, uh, if you keep your feeders going after turkeys, after deer season, you can usually find your turkeys too. Uh, we of course don't hunt over it or don't condone hunting, uh, turkeys, no deer, different story. But turkeys over corn. But um, you know, I I believe one ought to be yelped up to yelped up in a food plot away from any feed or whatever, and gobble his brains out. And the last last thought goes his head is a uh, number five. That's my that's my preferred way of watching him die. But um, you know, I'm trying to think of other things people can do to start working on your turkey calls. Um, you know. If there's places this is something, if there's places that somebody lets you turkey hunt, man, be a priest of that. Go help those people out. Bring them some deer meat and last last do something to improve their land. You know, be a priest of, of that. You know, there's so much um people don't get permission to turkey hunt places maybe like they did thirty years ago, and it's probably a lot to do with people not being as good of people. You know, like uh you know, uh, if it's old man that lets you hunt his field or whatever, man, go go do something for him. Go go clip his field. Go uh, bring him some firewood on his next couple cold days. Um, all things that will uh, make your turkey hunter turkey hunting better and uh, make you a better human in general. Which turkey hunting probably does make you a better human. Any kind of hunting makes you a better human. Amen. Well, um, I think that's about it. We're headed to Southside, and then I'm headed north of Jackson. So we got a busy, busy day. Hopefully, Lori will get her big buck this afternoon and shoot straight. And uh, hopefully, Bentley will get him one with his new rifle this, this evening. Uh, let me see. Anything else we hadn't talked about, Caleb?
0: Oh, a couple new episodes ah, coming out. yes. <clears throat> we have... Uh, I didn't write it on my list. Yeah, we, we've got a couple of new episodes that will be out soon. So be on the lookout for those. One episode that we're going to be uh, shooting here soon is, um, you know just educating you on timber, you know. So, look, any questions you have about timber, whether, you know, how to see value in timber, how to get max value in timber, how to know when to cut, how to cut, any kind of questions you have about timber, reach out to us, let us know. We're going to be writing those down and trying to answer all of those questions in the episode.
2: Yeah, and any episode you'd like to see us shoot, I have a guy that wants me to shoot a podcast on uh On uh, buying land with partners Good, bad, ugly We're going to do that That's coming up Um, Episodes we have coming up We have uh, The next one is Missouri Missouri Which we think is going to be A super strong episode So much content Great hunting Great characters on the show Of course Yep Um, So that's going to be And that's going to have What? Ryan's kill and my kill Mm -hmm. Ryan's bow hunt And my bow hunt in Missouri um, At the Wolf Lodge On Locust Creek and then we're going to have the Kansas episode where I actually killed the biggest deer of my life, 183-inch. I think he had 19 scoreable points, but a really fun hunt and a really two really, really big bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me say it like this. Watch me kill the biggest buck of my life and pass the biggest buck of my life all in the same day. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and you'll have to watch for more... Uh, if you've been watching our Instagram reels, you'll see the giant we had to pass up and go back and look. Somebody's pulling up their Instagram right now and say, what is he talking about? Oh, yeah, that's him. Anyway, uh, we're going to sell some land. Y'all have a blessed day. If you're not following us on social media, check us out, Hunting Land Man, on pretty much everything. If you're looking for land, get on our email list. We're not going to aggravate you. We're sending you land. We're, we're sending you land. We're sending you... Uh, updates about when it's time to pay your taxes. I mean, we do about one a week. It's not. We're not aggravating you. If you don't like it, just hit delete and, and move on to the next one. When you see 100 acres in Wilson County with a camp and a pond and a creek, you can open it up then. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's coming soon. But if you're not on the email list, it'll probably be sold by the time you see it online. Yep. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunt Land Man podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written review, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them.